Welcome, everyone. We're about to begin. This is Hashem, Shalom Bayashir, number 340. Some of the past few shiurim were taken from a book, a very good book, called Inside Marriage by Miriam Castle. And this shiur is also based on the writings in her book. And this you cite here that I'm going to say today from her book is also something that is seems obvious, but it is so important to internalize. And once this is internalized, it can heal and actually shift marriages in a positive direction. And what is this concept? That your husband and your wife is your peer, your partner. They are not your parent or your child. Now, this is a fact that seems very obvious, but it gets lost in marriage. So many marriages have a certain dysfunction and creates a spiraling down of negative emotions because of the fact that subconsciously you're looking at your spouse as a parent of yours or as a child of yours. To explain this a little bit is that without you even realizing it, you may be behaving in ways that you would want to gender approval from your parents and expect the same response from your spouse. In other words, you're, you're, you, you did something at home where your, spouse, your parents ex, ex, uh, um, approved and you felt good about it, or they didn't and you felt bad about it and you want your spouse to fill that role so that when the approval does not come, you're treating them like a parent and you try to do something that you expect their approval and then their approval does not come and sometimes it's worse. They, it, it has the opposite reaction. They get upset at you then all of a sudden you start feeling very hurt and very confused and frustrated and unappreciated. And your spouse sees that you're this way, that you're hurt and everything, and they don't understand what you expect. And, um, and, and, And they don't understand it. And you need to remember that you're not longer a child that's seeking approval. Very often in marriages, without you even realizing it, You're approaching your spouse in the way you behave by expecting approval from them like you would expect a parent approving a child. But you're not a child anymore. You're an adult. You're an adult looking to build a relationship, which means that you're working together with your husband or wife who is also an adult, and you're both working on giving to one another and not forgetting approval. Yes, in marriage you validate each other and you try to approve each other and give chizik to each other. That is true as well. But the perp- if you're gonna, your purpose in marriage is to gain that approval, that's unhealthy. Your purpose is to give approval, to validate, to help. And, or for example, you look at your husband or wife like you did with your parents to always to expect that, you always, that they always know what to do. And they need to be that grown-up whose primary, primary responsibility is for everything. And rather than realizing that you are also a grown-up and you have grown-up responsibilities, subconsciously, without you even realizing it, you're experiencing yourself childlike. You're less accountable. Because my wife or my husband is filling that void. And they are... Supporting me. And again, a wife should 
want to feel and need to be supported by her husband. But at the same time, there needs to be a recognition that it's a supporting as a healthy, independent, strong adult, not a child. And reminding yourself that you're both adults and you could bring together in a marriage the responsibility that comes with being an adult and each one accepting that responsibility of what they need to do, that's when they can build a healthy relationship on a solid foundation. So, for example, sometimes you may be so fearful of a negative reaction from your husband or from your wife in a way that a child fears a negative reaction from a parent. Now, as a child, you had no control very often of the situation, Your opinion didn't necessarily always matter. But that's not the dynamic of a husband and a wife. In a husband and a wife healthy relationship, you could hear your spouse's negative reaction and still not get crushed by it. But rather rather as an adult recognize, okay, I have a different view. Let's work it through. Let's talk it over with each other. Let's iron it out with each other. Let's work it out as two adults, but not that you're crushed by it. And adults also, not like children, they need to learn not to be dependent on the moods of others around around us, as if you were a child. When you were a child and your parents were in a bad mood and, and angry, so as a child you'll get frustrated, hurt, and angry. But in a marriage when one of the spouses is in a bad mood, not justifying being in a bad mood, you know, you got to work on yourself, but it doesn't crush you. You realize I'm an adult. I feel bad that my spouse is in a bad mood. Doesn't mean I need to be in a bad mood. I need to, you know, handle it maturely, be a matured adult as I interact, but I don't necessarily need to get that mood myself. And, Another thing about being a healthy adult in a marriage is that you have a strong anchor of your own center as being connected to Hashem and your own anchor for yourself as a healthy self-esteem. You are indeed one with your spouse, but in this aspect, you need to each of you independently have a healthy relationship with yourself towards HaKadosh Baruch Hu, not in an egotistical way, but in a healthy sense of value way. You need to say you have a value as a healthy adult and your husband or wife has equal value as an adult and we're going to work on these things together. This is not a stira to wanting to please your spouse. Of course you should try to please your spouse. You should enjoy when your spouse affirms you and appreciates you. That's part of any good marriage. They need to experience that, of course. But not that your whole dynamic of this, you're so dependent upon that affirmation that it's like a parent-child dynamic versus a too healthy adult dynamic. And that is the key. Another thing that one needs to hold back is sometimes you have this longing for unconditional love like a parent would unconditionally love a child. And sometimes when your parents did not give that to you and you go into marriage expecting that your husband or that your wife will supply for you that unconditional love that you didn't have as a child, they will accept me. 
they will love me with all my flaws. Now the truth is, is they need to learn to really, truly love the other person that way. But if you expect it, and you long for it, and you expect them to fill that void, the way she puts it, it's, it's a dream that can sabotage reality. Getting in the way of mature love that actually carries responsibility and makes room for the another in ways that aren't developed in childhood. Beautiful sentence that she just wrote here. This yearning to long for unconditional love from your spouse is understandable emotion, but it is sabotages the marriage. Your husband and your wife cannot fulfill that longing. It's impossible. Responsibility in a marriage starts by building yourself, by growing, by being yourself and being a healthy adult that you could have inner growth and transformation. You're not bound by the past. You enter a new level of consciousness. You enter a new level of connection that will bring a tremendous pleasure in life, far more than experiencing this childhood dreams that you have of being fully accepted by your spouse. So this is a very important key. Part of a marriage, if you both want to work on it, you realize we need to act like mature, healthy adults, and if we're not there yet, to work towards it. Or work together with it, but not in a codependent, unhealthy way, but in an independent, healthy way. So that is one aspect of it, is not viewing your spouse as a, as, as a parent and you as a child. The opposite of that is also true. To look at your spouse as a parent, or, or rather the other way around, sorry, for you being a parent, which means like this, you're giving orders, you're making demands, and as if they're obligated to obey like a parent expects a child to behave and obey you. And you feel annoyed and insulted and frustrated if your dictates aren't followed. And you want to punish the offender, meaning your husband or wife, for not listening to you. How many times have I told you to do this? Didn't I tell you this and this? And with that tone of voice that parents often give towards their children, you know, in, in their younger years and in their early teenage years, that is not the way you talk to a spouse. That's not the way you expect a relationship with a spouse to be. You're not your spouse's parent. You cannot make your spouse conform to exactly the way you want. You are both adults. You need to relate to each other. You work out differences with each other from a calm, mature place. That doesn't mean, you know, you can't express disapproval or express your hurts and your feelings. We talked about that all the time. There's a place where there's a healthy communication in a safe place as two adults that you could express it in a free way, but you don't express it like a petty child. You express it as a mature, healthy adult. You can express your hurt, but as a mature, healthy adult. You can express uh, how upset you are about your spouse's behavior and a particular behavior towards you, but in a way that you talk that resembles and generates respect. You don't talk to each other like children. You talk to each other like healthy adults to one another. You come to a point where you walk into your house where when you could go into your house 
whether you're the wife and you go in and your husband's there, or whether you're the husband and you're going in and your wife is there, that when you go in, you don't feel any threat to your authority. You don't feel inflated and say, okay, now I'm an authority figure in here in this marriage, and the other way around either. You don't go in thinking, okay, now I'm diminishing my authority. I'm a small nobody compared to the one inside who's controlling me and who's dominating the relationship. That's not healthy. You don't need to be inflated with your ego or diminish your ego with the authority of your other spouse, whether it's the husband or the wife. Now, of course, you work it out between the two of you. Certain areas, the husband takes a more active role of responsibility. In other areas, the wife takes an active role in responsibility. You work on that also together in a way where your adulthood is not affected, where you don't feel threatened by the authority. You don't feel inflated by giving authority. You don't feel diminished by being the recipient of authority but rather you are two healthy adults that mutually agree that each one should share specific spaces of where they're going to you know, be responsible for, and you work it through together. It is a fascinating thing to just sum up what this share is about, of not being like a parent and not being like a child, but to work together as two adults in a healthy way, which means that you have to give up a lot of those feelings and emotions and expectations that you had coming out of your parents' house. And it's fascinating that both man and husband are expected to do this. For the man, it says Beferish in the Torah, in the beginning of Beresh's, Yazov ish es ishtai. He literally leaves his home and cleaves to his wife and they become one flesh, they become one. So he is instructed you have to leave your mother and father, meaning leave that child-parent relationship. Don't treat your wife as a mother or as a daughter in a childish way. You did cleave to her, become one, but again, like we said in the previous Urim, but valuing your wife for her independent spirit and her separate neshama, that's a world unto itself, that will become one with you but only through recognizing that healthy adult difference between the two of you. And that's on the man's side. And on the women's side, we know also in Halacha, once married, she follows the minhagim of her husband that she didn't have before her marriage, that her father had. She leaves that from her father and mother. She leaves her childhood home and creates a new home, a new Baisnam Bisrael, and so really, so what's happening is, is both wife and husband are giving up aspects of what took place in their parents' home to create a new home as two healthy adults so that Hashem's presence could dwell between husband and wife. In order to do this, they need to leave behind childhood patterns of behavior and embrace childhood. Just like we said that we were going to talk about didn't have a chance yet to give shiurim on it, on personality types, MBTI, Enneagram, for the purpose of benodim l'chaveira enhancement, and especially marriage to understand one another, I would also at one point want to go through attachment theory, which explains how childhood patterns of behavior can seriously affect your adult behavior in a negative way unless you catch it. You catch it and identify it, and then work towards it yourself or with therapy to undo and untangle 
unhealthy patterns that you had as a child and not to carry that into your adulthood and not to carry that into your marriage. That those insecurities you had as a child, you can't carry those insecurities into your marriage and have that unrealistic expectation from your husband or your wife to fill that that void for you. They'll never fill that void for you. That's something you need self-work on your own. And it's unfair to expect your wife or your husband to fill that gap. Yes, they need to give to each other and fulfill each other's needs. All of this is true, but in a mature, healthy way, not in an unrealistic way. So the bottom line of this shear is that husband and wife grow together to be their true selves by giving up their childhood tendencies, by becoming two healthy, mature adults, that they heal together, they grow together. And this is one of the greatest relationships that no other relationship can be like it. They are lifelong chavrusas, so to speak. But in a real way, they both are getting closer to HaKadosh Baruch Hu together using their combined adult strength. Each one willing to pull for the other. Each one pulling their own weight. But again, when it gets hard, one of them gets Cholila, you know, struggles. The other one picks him up. So there is the, that healthy oneness of the we're one team and we're for each other. When you're down, I'm going to pick you up. When I'm down, you, you know, we're going to be mechazik each other, help each other, but all in a healthy, mature way. And this creates a stimulating, exciting, fascinating relationship that starts out with hard work, and it could be hard at times, but ends up being the most wonderful thing in the world that HaKadosh Baruch Hu gives to each marriage that they all potentially could have. Baruch HaNatzlacha.